Hello and welcome. I'm Patricia. I wear many hats and I like to think they all fit nicely. You're listening to the Philosophy, Friends, and Food podcast, the show that will give you something to think about, provide a different perspective, and possibly teach you something new. Don't forget to subscribe and thanks for tuning in. Well, hello, friends. Happy 2023. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Philosophy, Friends, and Food. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Christians and alcohol consumption. So I read that there are two and a half billion people who claim to be Christians, but their beliefs, practices, and doctrines may vary greatly, of course. Today, I want to focus on alcohol consumption. Is it okay for Christians to drink alcohol? Well, Let's go straight to the Bible. Ephesians 5.18 says, Do not get drunk on wine because it leads to debauchery. Ephesians 5.15-18 says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Luke 21.31 says, Be on your guard so that your minds are not dulled from carousing, drunkenness, and worries of life. So not only is getting drunk always a sin, but usually what happens after leads to more sin. You, You with me? Getting drunk is dangerous and wrong. We've established that. The Bible is clear that drunkenness is a sin. But we must also acknowledge that if you drink and don't get drunk, that's not a sin. In 1 Timothy 5.23, Paul tells Timothy to drink a little wine for his stomach issues. In 1 Corinthians 6.12, Paul says, Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Interesting. Here's the tricky part. When could drinking alcohol go wrong for you? Just because you attend church every week doesn't mean alcohol won't affect you the same as it affects non-believers. In my opinion, It's best to abstain because you never know if you're going to be the one that becomes an alcoholic. Just because you fancy yourself a Christian doesn't mean you have a magical force field protecting you when you drink from doing stupid or deadly things. You may get drunk and end up committing adultery. You may end up getting in a physical fight, going to jail. And if your children see you in that drunken state, you can lose their respect. Plus, you have turned your children on to alcohol. And who knows where that may lead them. And as Christian parents, we we are supposed to be Christ-like to our children. Does drinking alcohol lead your children to a closer relationship to Christ? Also, you can be opening doors to generational curses on your children. You may also lose your marriage because you're an alcoholic. So that's not good. Romans 14.21 says, It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or anything that causes your brother to stumble. So besides God, you never know who's watching you because we all know God is watching us. All-knowing, omnipotent. He knows everything and he sees everything. But you never know who else is watching. There is a book entitled mm, Good or God, I believe. And it's by John Brevere. He shares a story of a new convert that struggled with alcoholism before he was saved. 
One day he was at a restaurant and he saw his pastor drinking alcohol. So he decided that since his pastor was drinking, he could as well. He went on a three-day drinking binge. Binge. He made poor decisions regarding his marriage, his finances, and business. When later asked why he went on a drinking binge, he responded, Well, I saw my pastor drinking, so I figured if he could drink, so can I. Y'all, don't let culture decide what is wrong and what is right. The Bible is clear that drunkenness is a sin. Think about this. You can't get drunk unless you drink alcohol. And the, the wine and the alcohol from Bible times is completely different from now. I already know, yes, Jesus turned water into wine. Yeah, I understand that. But it was completely different. So it's best not to start, in my opinion. And if you're already there, just stop. So I'd like to leave my Christian brothers and sisters with these verses. 1 Peter 5, 8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. I mean, think about it. The devil loves when we're drunk. A dull mind is an easy target for him. Proverbs 21 and 2. Wine is a mocker, strong drink, a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. And as Christians, we're called to be wise. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17 says, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy and that is what you are. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. You can't, good and evil cannot coexist. You can't have the Holy Spirit living in you, and then you still want to live like the world lives. Romans 12, 1. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, So whether you eat, drink, or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. So if you're sitting there at a bar getting drunk, I'm not. that is not to the glory of God. And I'll leave you with this last Bible verse. It's the first part of Hosea 4.6. It says, my people perish for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I reject you. Well, if you don't know, now you know. Just because something feels right or you like it doesn't make it biblically correct. We as Christians are called to be the light of the world. Just because we are in the world does not mean we are of this world. Our commission is to draw souls toward the kingdom, not or to drink. Just something to think about. Now for the next part of my podcast, I'm going to put my health coach hat on. So give me a little, a second to adjust my little health coach hat. All right, there we go. For this part, I'd like to focus on the science behind it. So this is for people who may not um, identify as Christian. So we're going to focus on the science behind alcohol consumption. Studies have shown that one to two alcohol beverages a day is beneficial to one's health and to one's heart. That's 
what they say. Those studies are published by the Alcohol Industry. So come on, don't believe everything you hear or you read just because the law, it goes along with what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, alcohol shrinks your brain. According to a study done at John Hopkins University that appeared in Archives of Neurology, found that people who consumed one to seven drinks a week have smaller brains than non-drinkers. So you're probably thinking, oh, that's all right. A little, little tiny brain, that's not a big deal. Well, with brain health, size matters. Alcohol literally shrinks your brain. Alcohol lowers blood flow to the brain. The brain uses 20% of the blood flow in your body and it's critical for healthy brain function. So when your levels are low, that can cause brain fog, poor decision-making, impulsivity, trouble concentrating, and more. According to Dr. Daniel Amen's brain scans, low blood flow to the brain is the number one predictor for memory loss and Alzheimer's disease. Y'all, come on. Drinking one to two glasses of wine a day causes atrophy, brain atrophy, which is just a fancy word for brain shrinkage of the hippocampus. So the hippocampus is the part of the brain that's responsible for learning and memory. Alcohol reduces the number of brain cells, which is huge because a healthy brain produces about 700 new cells a day. And we need that for optimal brain health. Alcohol increases your risk of dementia by 57%. I mean, come on, drinking alcohol can literally make you lose your mind. Now, for those who abuse alcohol more than one to seven drinks a week, the impacts on the brain are even greater. Findings in a 2016 review in Frontiers in Psychiatry suggest that certain brain regions such as the prefrontal cortex, that part of the brain is in the front and it's involved in decision-making, impulse control, planning, and follow-through. And the hippocampus, which we just discussed, which is involved in memory, mood, and learning, experience the most damage from long-term abuse of alcohol. Now, those are just some of the effects on the brain. Alcohol abuse can cause, it also affects your body. It can cause fatty liver disease. It raises your chance for stroke. Um, irregular heartbeat, it can cause alcoholic hepatitis, cardiomyopathy, liver fibrosis, just a bunch of stuff. Just a, if nothing good comes of drinking alcohol, nothing good. Here's some tips because you know, I can't just give you all this information and like doom and gloom because that's not who I am. There's always hope and there's always a solution. Thank you, Jesus. So some of the tips to steer you in the right direction, far away from that liquid devil. Number one, fall in love with your brain. I think for most people, our brain, we don't even really think about it. I mean, no pun intended, but we really don't think about it. We know it's in our head. I mean, you know, it's under our skull. It's there, but fall in love with it. When you realize how important it is and how vital it is to your health, to your life, fall in love with it. Feed yourself and your brain nutrient-dense foods. Nutrient-dense food. I'm not talking um, hot Cheetos or ice cream or, or junk. Nutrient-dense food. Whole foods, vegetables, fruits, whole grains if, if you don't have celiac or issues like that. 
Avoid sugar in all shapes and forms. Eliminate things that that limit the blood flow to your brain, such as coffee, uh, vaping, smoking weed, smoking regular cigarettes. This may sound odd, but don't allow negative thoughts to poison your brain. Seek Jesus. I mean, what does the Bible say? Seek and you shall find. So there you go. Seek professional help. If you can't do it on your own, I get it. It's hard. Seek professional help. A therapist, um, Alcoholics Anonymous. There's another site. It's called alcohol.org, alcohol.org. And surround yourself with people who are encouraging you away from alcohol. Get friends. If you don't have them, get some new friends who don't drink. And distance yourself from those who are drinkers and from those who encourage you to drink. Because I don't know why it is with alcohol as opposed to any other drugs. You always have to explain why you don't want to drink. Oh, come on, just have one. Just one cocktail, just one beer. You always have to explain why you don't want it. That's ridiculous to me. So take that out of the equation by distancing and removing yourself from those type of friends. Maybe ask yourself why you drink. Are you numbing some pain or deep emotional trauma? Or do you just like the taste? And lastly, stop poisoning your brain with alcohol. You can do it. I believe in you. Let's make 2023 healthier than 2022. I'm not into, you know, resolutions because... You know, it's just a thought. It's just a goal. And a goal without a plan is is really nothing. So let's make 2023 healthier than 2022. Like I said, you can do it. I believe in you. I really do. Well, I hope you found this information useful. Useful enough to make the necessary changes if you do enjoy tipping the bottle. And if you're not a bottle tipper, well, good for you but maybe you know someone. So please share with someone who may benefit from this podcast. I really appreciate you stopping by and thank you so, so, so very much for the gift of your time. And when and remember, when you know whose you are, you know who you are. Be blessed and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Philosophy, Friends, and Food podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to share with your friends and to subscribe so you don't miss any of the goodness. Remember, when you know whose you are, you know who you are. Thanks again.